Welcome to the Bitchin' Siblings Podcast. All right. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of Bitchin' Siblings. It's Jenny and I this week. Hey, everybody. So this week I was thinking uh, we would talk about like the differences in like the world that we live in uh, from the time we were growing up and, and specifically now that Jenny's got, you know, kids and they're dealing with different stuff and like things. So this is what made me think of this topic. So I was thinking the other day because of the fear that was put into us and how like independent we were. I feel like I missed out on certain opportunities because I was too scared to accept them. Such as? Um, well, that's the thing. I don't know if they were opportunities or if, you know, I was going to get kidnapped or killed. <laughs> but they could have been opportunities that I may never know because obviously... For example, like our parents, like we were, we were allowed to, you know, wander and, and go to our friend's house and walk by ourselves. And, mm-hmm. you know, like how, how old were you when you started doing that kind of stuff? I mean, I feel like that's probably not like the best question for me specifically to answer because I got very lucky after I was adopted to have had a neighbor who was only a year younger than me. So we always played together and he was just right next door. So And most of my friends lived, you know, far enough away that walking was just like it would take forever. You know, it's not like um, we lived we lived on a dead end road. You know what I mean? We didn't live in like a cul-de-sac or like a a neighborhood where there were multiple people nearby where, you know, walking two or three houses down the street was was really feasible. So for me, that's probably not I don't think that I could answer that question and and it would make any sense. I do know that I started walking to school um right away. I mean, I think I was in fourth grade when we started walking to school, but I mean, my neighbor walked to school too. Was that just to elementary school or did elementary you... and middle school because they were okay, like okay. right next to each other. So like the middle school was in the front, like off the road. And then behind that was the elementary. So okay. I would always walk to the end of the dead end road, like not the end, but like the beginning of where the dead end road sign was. And then I'd walk through the middle school parking lot to get to the high school or to the elementary. OK, OK. I was going to um, say because I I remember the junior high being right there, but I did right. not know that the elementary school was right. Yeah, the it. elementary is right behind it. And then I know that starting, I think, in like fifth or sixth grade, because my mom had an in-home daycare, I walked with the daycare kids to school because okay. like I was the oldest. So I was in charge of making sure, you know, that the elementary school kids got to elementary and whatever. Um, But like I said, it was a dead end road. It was. A smaller, not city, I would say. I mean, it is a city, but if you think of, I mean, it's a we, town. It is a town. And like, I swear to God, it was much bigger than what it was. But like, Roger and I were Googling it the other day. And like, technically, the population of like Gig Harbor City limits is only like eight to 10,000 people. Okay. But like, when we discussed the population of the city of Tacoma, it was uh-huh. only like 200 something thousand. And yeah. that seems extremely low because, like you said, Mm-hmm. You're especially with Tacoma, you're looking at outskirts area, Parkland, yeah. Uh, yeah. UP, yep. you know, all those yep. other areas that you don't so necessarily see, like that you associate with. Technically, Tacoma. where we lived, I was outside of city limits, but we were part of Gig Harbor. We were just outside of city limits now. So like the Same. city of Gig Harbor <laughs> itself, I think, is is small. But like when you take into consideration the people living out in the country and by country, I don't mean country, Midwest country. I mean, out in like the, the woods you know, yeah. like there was a lot more people. Yeah. I mean, on my high school was almost what eighteen hundred, two thousand kids, and we had two in our in our district. The other one only had about twelve to fourteen hundred. So, like, there's no way that between the two high schools we had almost almost five thousand kids, and the population was only eight thousand. Like, there's exactly. just no way. Like, yeah. So for me, it's a lot harder. I do have to say that my adopted mom was. Very strict um, when it came to, like, internet safety, because obviously uh, we grew up with the beginning of the internet, starting around late middle school, early high school for me. I guess as a mom, I look back on it and go, I had a lot of freedom, but I also lived in an area where my mom could keep an eye on me pretty much anywhere. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's true. Now, 
if I had lived where you guys lived, I'm sure I would have been in lockdown. Which is funny because I feel like I had lots of freedom. So um, one of my best friends through elementary school into the beginning of junior high, um, she lived, I'd say, a quarter of a mile, maybe mm-hmm. slightly less, down like away from us. And mm-hmm. you had the way we were required to walk to get to each other's house. So we weren't walking on the main main street. We had to go like out and around and then, you know, but I was allowed to walk over there by myself. I want to say I was like eight when I was, you know, walking over to her house by myself. Um, and then I had another friend that lived up the street and she was, I'd say that was probably eighth of a mile. Um, up the street. And Amy being eight would have put her at like 1992. So this is super early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. So, but like things are so different. Like we were, we were allowed to do these things on our own. However, we were very, it was very drilled in us. Don't talk to strangers. Don't mm-hmm. get into vehicles. Like don't mm-hmm. fall for. Stranger danger was super. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. like we, that was always like really drilled into us about going places with people that you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, as I got older, I met people and was invited to do things that I declined these invitations because I was afraid of, okay, well, what if they, what if they kidnap me? What if they kill me? What if they do this? You know? So I, I'll, I'll never know potential opportunities that I may have had. I feel like that's going to be the same for any generation, though. Well, yeah, but it's like it's different because, again, we had freedom. We we could have done so many things, mm-hmm. but we chose not to because we were always it was always instilled in us that fear of. You never know. Well, because and I think part and of there it was for also like, lots of serial killers back then, like especially in our area. There was the Green River Killer that was still on the loose. Ted Bundy. Uh, Ted Bundy. I don't think he was on the loose, though, when we were. No, but he was from the area. And yeah. so people were fearful. And then there was also. Um, God, who else? There was somebody Gary, else up in Gary the Ridgeway. Well, he was. He was the Green River Killer. Yeah, he was the Green River Killer. So um, I just think that that time there was a lot of fear. You're right, because serial killers were becoming, I think, prior. I don't, and I listen to a lot of crime podcasts, and I should know this, but I think prior to, like, the 80s, serial killer really wasn't a term, you know, that they used often or at all like it's something that like as as task forces and and things became more you know prominent they like realized that they had to have a a, a name for these killers and so i think you know there was a lot of them around that time it was more on the news you know media was starting to pick up with you know uh, 24-hour coverage and I think that the stranger danger was really in like in like drilled into us. And I think we were just coming out of like that serial killer fear mongering that, you know, our parents didn't want us to, yeah, like fall victim to it. And I think that that's when we were just starting to learn like the patterns of serial killers like they were starting to talk about it more like this is what they're doing this is how they groom people this is so it was we were starting to get more information about how people who were predators worked and so parents i think were were insanely fearful and and kind of drilled that into us well and i want to say around that time is when jc dugar went missing and yes you know I think there she was went no... in like 88 89 or something like that yeah and there was no resolution to it at that time so there mm-hmm. there was that fear of mm-hmm. uh, the unknown well yeah i think there was a lot of kids that were going missing around then i remember tika lewis went missing from that that uh, i want to say was the late 
90s. It was, but she was kidnapped from a, a, bowling, alley. a bowling alley and the mom literally turned her back for a second. And a, a ton of people saw this person walking away, but nobody could ever identify this person. And now that um, uh, bowling alley no longer exists, it's been torn down. Um, Which one was it? Um, was it in it Lakewood? Was, no, it was – It was. Um, I want to say it was like in the Fircrest area. Tower – not Tower Lanes. Was it Tower Lanes? Tower Lanes is the one that's on 6th and that one is still um, – there's also Narrows Bowl, which was on Mildred. Maybe it was that one. Tika Lewis. Because I could have sworn it was like Lakewood. Um, New Frontier Lanes. Where the hell is that? Um, it was, it was in 1999. I know that much. Okay. Um, New Frontier Lanes. Where was that? That one, I want to say it was like in the Furcrest close to Lakewood. Because Furcrest, you have to go through Furcrest to kind of get to Lakewood. I mean, you don't really have to go through it, but it's like a, you know, there's Tacoma, then there's Furcrest, and then there's Lakewood. Um, let me see. New Frontier Lanes. Um, I just remember, you know, there was that fear of you could turn your back at any moment and there was always somebody lurking in, in the shadows and like you just never knew. And so parents were always um, fearful, uh, fearful that 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 could be us. So did since you listen to those crime podcasts, has there ever been any resolution to the whole Tika Lewis no. case? Nope. Nope, 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 nope. That's that's nope she's still missing she's never been found um they have some leads of people that they think it might have been but i mean nothing's solid but no she's she's still been missing and it's been like 20 yeah is it 20 years 20 20 years years in 2019 yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean i think that's just like there was a and unfortunately here's the thing we grew up in an area where you would there was obviously a lot of crime just because it's a bigger city. Um, but I'm gonna tell you, having moved here to the Midwest where it's much smaller, I I don't want to say that the crime rates are higher because I I don't know the statistics, but I I know more people affected here that by makes crime sense. than back home. And or that have died in a car accident, suicide, hunting accident, like lots of different things that could have created, you know, somebody getting hurt or disappearing or being killed or whatever. And I, I never had that issue back home. See, and it's hard because like my eighth grade year, one of the kids that I went to school with um, was killed. Like he was shot and killed. Mm. Um And I remember because he was like a year younger than me, but he didn't live that far from where I grew up. Yeah. And he was actually really, I I believe he was really good friends with one of our cousins Mm -hmm. who, you know, came over to grandma's house um, Mm -hmm. after school until their parents got off work. Um, So it was, I I don't know. Like, I, I, I know what you mean because living in a smaller town now, I also feel like. It's, you know, you hear about it in our yeah. You have a connection and, with that person more so than if we lived back or, home. Or it just seems like there. I don't know. Maybe it's the the times we live in. They're they're more reported on. Um, but there's it always seems to be physically wise closer to home. Yeah. Than yeah. On a regular basis, at least. Yeah. Um, because like I said, you know, I seventh or eighth grade. So here's 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 a good example of of I think partially the times, but I also think of um where I lived to then to where I live now. Um when I was in high school, my freshman year, a senior committed suicide within the first month of school. And I remember it being a big to-do. I didn't know the guy, obviously. It was a month into my high school career. So, of course, I'm not going to know this one senior. Um, I remember them talking about it and, you know, whatever. And he was there was a whole memorial thing for him in the yearbook. Um, But that was it. In the four years of high school. In the four years of high school, I remember one girl being pregnant. I think my sophomore year, the girl was either a junior or a senior. That's it. Now, again, that's what we knew. You know, but she was she was visibly pregnant. 
again, though, you also grew up in a affluence. Yeah, you you were uh-huh. Uh-huh. you were raised in a, a, a nicer area. I <laughs> was not. I me was. and my family were not affluent, but the school I ended up going to, yes, was a very affluent co- community. My grandpa bought the land and built the house back when this area was like nothing, and then it became like what we always call now new money, <laughs> or yeah. not new money, but like old money, but new money. Like there's a lot of people there now that have you know infiltrated, and it's a very beautiful affluent area. So, yeah. um. There was that. And then my children have gone. And when I was in high school, I want to say there was at least two or three suicides. Okay. Okay. I wasn't and sure if you were talking about that or if you were talking about pregnancy. No, two or three suicides. More pregnancies than one. I couldn't put a number on it. Um, I just happened to know there was plenty. Um, and this school is comparable to the size that I grew up in. Smaller. More like the other high school that was a little bit smaller. But at the time, it was around 1,200, 1,300. I think they're pushing around 1,800 now. So very, very comparable to the size of the school that I went to. Now, I don't know what the high school population is now back home. I just know, like, at the time, you know, there was about 1,800 students. And a school was built to house up to 1,800. But at the time, they were currently around 1,200 or 1,300. A's class was the largest incoming kindergarten class this town had seen, which is why there was a new high school built. They knew that by the time A's class got to high school, they were not going to be able to effectively teach in the old high school. It was too small. Makes sense. So they started passing bonds, I think, around second or third grade for him so that they could get this stuff built so that they could house them because it was the largest class they had seen. And it was still only like 300 and something. I see. And the funny thing is, I've been thinking about graduating classes because it's graduation season and and I'm hearing the sizes of graduating classes Mm -hmm, now. And I'm mm -hmm. like, we have somebody that graduated yesterday Mm -hmm. in our family that um, her graduating class was like 350. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I would have expected, I assumed that that graduating class would be very small because they live in a, what I assumed is a small town. Mm Mm-hmm. And while it is small, they're also bringing in kids from outer areas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say that had to have been bigger than my graduating class. And I lived in a large city. Yeah, but you guys had how many high schools around you? That's true. That's very true. Because I mean, keep in mind, I live in a town of about 30,000 people. Okay. We have one public high school, one Catholic high school. That's it. And the Catholic high school is six through 12. And the public high school obviously is regular high school. That has to house everybody. See, and like the district I was in had two high schools. Yeah. But we had the neighboring district, yes. Tacoma School District, which yeah. had, I want to say, what, eight high schools? Oh, God, I, don't, I wouldn't even know. I, I wouldn't either. I'm just like venturing yeah. a guess. I mean, I would venture probably, yeah, eight. I mean, I just don't know what is considered actual Tacoma City limits. So, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. could think of a bajillion high schools that are in that area right now, but I don't know what falls into which school district and which yeah. not. Because, yeah. I, and I'm sure they've redistricted since we've moved. So, I'm sure, you know. Um, but yeah, like the district I went to was lower is a little ghetto yeah like legit when i describe where i went to school i tell people i went to school in the ghetto because you went to school right near the cutoff of plu which went into like um what school district is that that's just was it south of you guys is it eatonville or bethel beth yeah bethel which is like in the span away lakewood like that's graham Graham, yeah, that's some that's what we call spanogram. <laughs> country. Now, I'd also like to point out so anybody that has ever watched the show Cops, almost every single one from Tacoma is in It was it was Lakewood. It was yep. Lakewood because when they pulled their contract with the city of Lakewood, they lost like 30% of their viewers because that's where we grew up. That's and not far Lakewood, from where I live. Just so anybody like Lakewood borders the um, military base. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lakewood and Stillicum. 
Yes, but Stillicum is the higher end, and even then, I've heard that the, the <laughs> crime there has gotten pretty bad, yeah. especially near the the hospital, the, oh, the God, mental yeah. hospital, Madigan or Western, whatever it is, Western State. Oh, the mental hospital. Oh yes. God, yeah, that's always been questionable at best. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I remember in junior high we had um a girl get pregnant. I want to say it was my eighth grade year, mm-hmm. eighth grade. Mm-hmm. So I was I was 13. Most of the other kids I went to school were 14. Um 13, 14 years old, pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like and by the time we graduated eighth grade, she was like end of her mm-hmm. pregnancy. L went to middle school and he there was a girl in middle school that was pregnant. She was like 13 and they all knew her. And he was like flabbergasted because he was it's- like sitting. Girls still had cooties for him at that point. So he was like, who right. the hell? You know what I mean? Like he just never could understand. You know, that's that's I, an interesting conversation as a parent to have. I, I can only imagine. And then I remember in high school, I don't recall anyone other than my senior year. There was one person that committed suicide. And that I want to say that was middle of our senior year. Mm-hmm. And it was... Like, it was someone that I had gone to school with for years, mm-hmm. um, and I had classes with her, but I didn't, like, know I wasn't her, necessarily friends with yeah. her. And not because she wasn't, like, we weren't friendly people. No, she just, you just didn't she had different interests. Yeah. yeah. So. I, you know, as a parent, I got to tell you, it is difficult to have those conversations because, again, I'm sure when I was in high school, more people got pregnant than what I can remember. Uh, but back then, we one, didn't have social media. Two, it was very, very hush-hush. Like, if you got pregnant, a lot of parents, it was very hush-hush. Whereas now, I feel like, I don't want to say, like, they're flaunting it, but there's just, there's, like, no shame in it, almost. Which, I mean, I don't know. This is just, like, my observation from an outsider's perspective. I do not know what the parents are doing, and I don't know. But what I've always had to explain to my kids when it comes to people who are um, sexually active and may or may not have gotten pregnant or may or may not have had a baby is we don't know what that person's home life is. So we can't judge, you know, maybe they are just making stupid choices and maybe they just honestly weren't raised in an environment where they were taught that they needed to be safe. Or, you know, I had a conversation the other day with my youngest and my oldest actually, and was like, you know, it's, we're very open in our house. I'm not sitting here like talking details, but I was like, I mean, do I need to be co- buying you guys condoms? You know, and both of them looked at me. First of all, they're not. I'm not stupid. I know our children <laughs> do things. And so when I asked them if they needed condoms, you know, just as a like plain straight as day, like, do I need to have them for you? First of all, they were like, we're not active. Second of all, they're like, and this is how I've raised my kids. If they are too embarrassed to be buying condoms themselves, they shouldn't be having sex. That's what they said. Well, I mean, that's fair. That's absolutely fair. Because I've had that conversation and said that if it's something that you're ashamed of or something that you feel like you have to be hiding, then really that, I mean, you need to think about why you think you need to be hiding it. And so, you know, I've talked to them about not only the physical consequences, quote unquote, of of being sexually active, i.e. pregnancy, STDs, but also the emotional consequences. You have to be prepared for both of those. The emotional Mm -hmm. is... Chances are one of the people in the relationship, you know, could be more invested than the other. And you have to be willing to accept that not everybody's just going to want to be a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Some people are going to, you know what I mean? Like you have to be willing to have the emotional fallout that comes with being sexually active. Not fallout like it's negative, but, you know, it brings in a whole other set. conversations. I think it brings in a whole other set of emotions, though, when you're in a relationship with somebody once you do that. And so you have to be willing to talk about those emotions and be willing to be open with your partner about those emotions. And if you can't, then you shouldn't be. So the fact that my children have that mentality just goes to show that, like, I'm just very open with them and and told them, you know, like, you know, this is how it is. But, yes, I do find it very interesting that, yes, we have four teenage boys that have not had their first kiss. So – Speaking on that, how old were you when you had your first kiss that you recall? I think it was 15 or 16. Jesus. Now I feel like a... I feel horrible. Why? I was 14. <laughs> it's fine. And I, I remember mean, exactly where I was and same here. <laughs> who it was with. And, same here. <laughs> um, 
Mine was actually with one of our brother's friends. Ooh, which one? Mm-hmm. You don't know him. Okay. Sorry, I said ew, but that's just because our brother's friends are like brothers. brothers? And so for me, I'm like, ew. Oh. Exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> I get that. But yeah, no, it was one of the ones that he went to school with and mm. was in choir with. And... Mm. Interesting. No, he knows the, who he is. <laughs> my first kiss, yeah, knows who he is too. And uh, well, I don't know if he knows that he was my first kiss, but um, I'm still friendly with them today. Friendly, as in like we've found each other on social media, and we still every once in a while we'll chit chat back and forth. But like nothing, you know. He's it's not with... Teddy Bear, right? No, no, uh, never. That never. That would have been cute, though, if that was your it first. It would have, but I got to tell you, he wrote in my yearbook, our senior year, and said that, like, he always wanted to, but we had such a close friendship, and we he never wanted to ruin that, and same here, like, because we are so close. We're so tight. To this day, we're still, like, BFFs, and so... Is that it, who lived down the street from you when you moved in with Mama? No. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. I didn't know where he lived. I just knew that he was. I one honestly of your close don't friends. think I ever went to his house. He over, he lived over um like on Peacock Hill. I don't know where that area. At. Um, so like if you go downtown, Gay Harbor, you know, uh-huh. like in where the bay is, and yep. then like on the other side of the bay, like if you take a left, you can go up a huge hill, and it's up in that area. Oh, okay. So I'm pretty sure that's where he grew up area um because he did not go to the middle school i went to he went to the other middle school oh okay because there was two middle schools or no well, three do you, three or does three he or listen four. to this i don't know we'll have to we'll have to figure out i'll have to talk to him <laughs> i don't know he's he's a. I talk to him once every couple of weeks you know we we've got lives and he's got a not a newborn like a two-year-old two one or two i forget so he's got a toddler yeah so he he keeps himself busy and but no he and i were just like best friends all through high school and at one point i don't think he said he ever like always wanted to but like our freshman year he was like oh i almost did i remember the moment that he's talking about where we were like at a party and we were like in a dark room just like kind of hanging out and like some people were making out in one room and we were just sitting there like chit-chatting like just talking like you know and then nothing ever happened ever you know and i think that the attraction was there at first because when you're in you know like middle high school sorry in your freshman year you're like oh everybody's cute and like but uh hormones are raging (laughs) right but like for me and him i mean i love that he wrote this in my yearbook because i felt the same way like my friendship with him was so much more important than any minor attraction that i had for a fleeting moment you know so and we're still friends to this day we're 20 what 23 years 20, 22 years out and and we're still from graduation, by the way, from. Yeah, from graduation. So we've been friends for what? Twenty six years. Twenty six. Yeah. Twenty two. Twenty. Yeah. Twenty six years since 1997. That's when I met yeah. my current best friend. Ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was in sixth grade. And she came up to me and asked me if my name was really Amelia Airhead. <laughs> and i'm like that's no, funny no no i mean oh amelia yes <laughs> that reminds me this is totally off from like growing up but last week you had mentioned that you almost called me by my government name right yes <laughs> so i have a job a full-time job and then i obviously help bartend what? right <laughs> so at my second job they have like a newsletter where they just kind of okay. send out amongst everybody and they have like you know years of service and then they have like the ranks of all the hotels through the country and they'll like usually do like a like a recipe and some jokes and then everybody's birthdays and everything and so they did all of june and and your birthday's my, this month mm-hmm. and so my husband's uncle who owns everything and I'll just give my government name because at this point, I can't really tell the story without it. Well, he sees me the other day. It was like a week ago because I had gone so down your, to the your hotel. Your husband or his uncle? His uncle. So I had okay. gone down to the hotel to grab some coffee because this is how picky I am. I love my Starbucks order, right? And on the weekdays, mm-hmm. the one that's up closer to my house makes my drink perfect. But on the weekends, they have different people. They make it too – not enough coffee and way too much creamer. And I like to taste my coffee, right? So I will go down to the Starbucks that's in their hotel 
which generally when you get like a hotel Starbucks, it's not the same thing. Wait a minute. How did I not know that there was a Starbucks in that hotel? Because that hotel wasn't finished being built yet. Oh, okay. Okay. And so normally Starbucks inside of like a hotel or a grocery store or whatever usually doesn't do things differently. This is like a legitimate Starbucks. It was supposed to have a drive through, um, but it's attached to like the restaurant now and everything, whatever, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So on the yeah. weekends, I'll go down there and order my coffee because they make it better on the weekends. Now I haven't tried it during the weekday, but I don't need to go down there during the weekday because the other one's on my way. Whereas this one's like yeah. way out of my way. So I went down there to go grab my coffee and my husband's uncle saw me and he was like, hi, Olivia. And I was like, yeah, that's not my name. Okay, that's not my name. And he goes, and his son, Roger's cousin, was like, Dad, that's not her name. That's not her name. And he was like, oh, yeah, what is it? What is it? And he's like doing this. Like, what is it? I cannot think of it. And Roger's cousin was like, Dad, it's Ginny. And he's like, no, 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 no. I just saw it this morning. What is it? And he goes, oh, Virginia. And I was like, what? The actual fuck. And he goes, (laughs) he goes, I uh, I read the newsletter this morning and I see this Virginia and I, you know, he he said my last name and he goes, who is this person? I do not know this person. Who is this? And I was like, what? The, what do you mean? Who is this? Like my same my, my last name is the same as yours. How many of us do you not know? So I was like two and two together. And then all of a sudden he realized it was me. So now he goes around calling me Virginia in front of everybody. <laughs> and everybody's like, who's that? Everybody. And I was like, here's the thing that makes me mad is this newsletter has Roger's cousin. His his name is what we call him is not his real name mm-hmm. because it's a it's a nickname. Uh, yeah. One of the supervisors. Same thing. Like his first name. We don't call him by that. We call him by the first half of his last name. Like there's like six or seven people on here who are listed as their freaking nickname. But not me. I'm Virginia. What the actual fuck? Nobody knows they didn't, me. As- they didn't know who you that was in the first place to know what your nickname would be. No, because Roger's <laughs> cousin's wife is the one who does this. She knows that's my name. She knows. I was so annoyed. So now he goes around telling everybody and a couple of other Roger's cousins come up and they go, so I was reading the newsletter and I see your name's Virginia. When did what? what? And I was like, yes, that's my government name. It's my government name. And then I ran into Roger's uncle yesterday while we were down there because we had to do something. And he started calling me by that name again. And I said, please do not call me by that name. I said, I am named after my grandmother who hated me. I was like, my grandmother told me that I reminded her too much of her own daughter and she wanted nothing to do with me. And this is who I'm named after. So there's a reason why. Because my husband will call me that every once in a while as a joke. And he knows real fucking quick. I will look at him and he will be like, oh, my bad. I was like, that is not funny. Like, I... Nothing against your relationship with grandma. I had a very strained relationship with her. She had a very strained relationship with me. That is who I'm named after. And I don't you, like you being called that. You're named after both grandmothers. Yeah. One I've never met and the other one who hated me. And like, which, I'm sorry, it's really funny because both of the names are ancient. I know. It's, I know. Yeah. I sound like I should be coming out of the Gone with the Wind with a big debutante ball dress. <laughs> and like I should be some like. <laughs> southerner conservative no but it is better than the name i should have been called because apparently if i had not been born in the catholic hospital i was born in i would have been Brittany rain so i would have been a stripper so i just feel like i mean where did you hear that from our birth mother's mouth that that was her name for me but the reason why she named me what she did was because i was born in a catholic hospital and the nurses heavily push that your first child is named after or not your first child but like obviously it was her second but like that your child should be named after family so that's how i got the name it's okay so i actually asked our birth father while i was out there one time how i got my name because I knew where my middle name came from, but I didn't know where the first name came from. I don't know where any of your guys' names come from. I know where mine comes from, but nobody else in our family is named after another family member. I know. I know. Which Just is really me. funny. Be- yeah. Because and I'm the, the one who is one that not doesn't have a relationship, a relationship with <laughs> any of our biological family. And I'm the only one named after anybody in our biological family. So first <sighs> things first. One. Yes. My real name is Amelia. Mm-hmm. And... Our biological mom didn't know she was pregnant with me until several months in. Mm-hmm. She thought I was a kidney infection, hmm. which I find humorous because I'm like, okay, I could kind of see that if I was your first, but I wasn't. I was mm-hmm. your third. So mm-hmm. how do you, how, how, I mean, kidney infections, 
I mean, I- I've been pregnant for a few weeks before, and that felt nothing like. Mm, but every pregnancy infection. is different. I'll tell you. That's ya. fair. That's fair. I did not know I was pregnant with A. I knew I was pregnant with L. Like there was just they were two entirely the first couple of months two entirely different pregnancies so i could see how somebody who in our birth mother's case maybe wasn't very in tune with her body or paid attention to little things like that could maybe and that's fair place it as a kidney infection i i I honestly i can't imagine how that would be the case because i've had a kidney infection i mean i can't imagine either but i i could see how somebody who isn't necessarily the most like i said like you said in tune with her bodily functions and what I mean, she's convinced to this day that birth control is what caused grandma's breast cancer. And it's like, well, I mean, it could possibly be, but we don't know that. So like, but That's, she's convinced that birth control caused the cancer and that she's going to have cancer because she took birth control. And and, that, you know, so I mean. All right. Anyways, mm-hmm. so um, I was due my the due date for me to be born was actually also in June. Mm-hmm. Um, We're all supposed to be June babies. <laughs> yes. I was supposed to be June 25th. So right between you and Chris, mm-hmm. but I was several weeks late <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I want my own month. Bitch, please. <laughs> so if you can't tell, I'm obviously high maintenance as it is. Um, but no, they, mm-hmm. because she didn't know she was pregnant with me for quite some time. Mm-hmm. They didn't have names picked out. Yeah. They weren't, you know, um, and apparently our biological father was either reading or learning about something with Amelia Earhart at the time. Mm, and yeah. he's like, oh, that's that's a really pretty name. Amelia then, is very pretty. It is. Um, it is very and, old fashioned, though, too, similar to mine. Yeah. Yeah. And then but just a prettier. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little more timeless. I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Because Amelia would go over any generation. Mine does not. Mine is very much 1920s, 1930s. I mean, how many people do you know my age named me? None. I mean, the only one that I can think of was, you know, Jenny Weasley. Or, I'm sorry, but nobody has my name. Nobody has my name. And now all of a sudden, fucking Clarence Thomas's wife is Jenny Thomas. What the fuck, dude? Why is the one person who's in the freaking news that's famous is Judge Supreme Court Judge Thomas's wife? I just but Virginia yeah. Ruth. You just sound like you should be just coming right out of the South with that. I, this like, is true. This is true. And I definitely sound more Yankee. Yeah, and and I need to. I'm. We all know I'm a fucking Yankee. So, yeah. Yeah, but my middle name came from the nurse that helped deliver me because, again, they had no other name lined up. And Renee is beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, you get Amelia Renee and I have Virginia Ruth. <laughs> the fuck and is I that think shit? It's, it's, okay, but I think it's really, really funny. So when I told a couple people that I work with about this podcast, they're, mm-hmm. they're like, who's Amy? <laughs> I'm like, that, that's me. Mm-hmm. Because for... Several years now, I because everything on my legal documents have to say Amelia, mm-hmm. instead of correcting anybody and saying, yeah, I go by Amy, I just leave it. Mm-hmm. And they're like... And anybody who gets to know weird. you well enough eventually just starts calling you Amy. Exactly, exactly. And people are like, that's that's weird. And I'm like, yeah, at, at this point, it's just my family that calls me Amy. <laughs> I don't even call you Amy. For anybody who know, I call her Ames. This is true. Like... I, like Ames, that's your name. That's always been your name. Like, so then when I'm talking about you to other people, I have to say Amy, my sister. Because if I say Ames, they're like, what? Like, she's aiming. No, it's Ames. Like, A-M-E-S. That's how we say it. Like, Ames. Yeah. And then our brother, I I call him Chris, obviously. But, like, I know for the longest time he went by Topher. See, and to me, like. Amongst his friends, I guess I should say. Yeah, but it wasn't even Topher. It was Tof. Yep, Tof. Yeah. And then there's me. Yeah. Which yeah. is funny because, like, you didn't get along with our grandmother, but our grandmother went by Jenny as well. I know. Which is why I Which... had to start being called Virginia because then we got our names mixed up. So then when I was in kindergarten and I went by Virginia, I started getting called a virgin and a vagina because, you know, <laughs> 1988 kids weren't any nicer than they are now. And so 
that's in why fact, they were going, almost weirder. I agree. And I feel like now I need to go by Jenny because otherwise I get called virgin in a vagina. Ask my maid of honor. She wrote me a cup one time that called me and put like a tape on it and said virgin vagina's cup. That's funny. That's mm-hmm. really funny. Mm-hmm. So, well, my name is supposed to mean virginal and pure. Mine's Mine means beloved. <laughs> Which is funny because I'm not. I'm sorry. No, you were beloved by bitch. the family. I can tell. Well, <laughs> by our birth mother because you were. You and Chris were the wanted children. I was the. I mean, I know she didn't know she was pregnant with you, but like she wanted you. Whereas she and she wanted Chris. I was a big fucking whoops because, like I said, Chris and I are well, not even a year apart. Like I think yeah. they didn't. They, that time, was a big time frame wise, they wanted the distance between Chris and I. Yes, but. You happened. Yeah, which is why I genuinely believe I belong to the mailman or somebody. Not that our mother is a whore or slept around, but just (laughs) but just I don't fit in. Like I I look like you guys, but I don't look like you guys. I do not think I look like either one of our birth parents. Like at all. But you look just like our birth mother, and Chris looks just like our our father. I I'm not sure what to say to that. And and my oldest looks just like Chris and our nephew, which means so I know I'm related because that blood, that family line is very apparent. In Sorry, I, I have a theory. Let's take that I'll tell you very apparent air. in a um, and with our nephew. But like it Dude, skipped me. Our nephew is and Chris's actual his his daughter. Chris's kids look like they could pass as mine. Same here. Especially our nephew. Yes. Like, I felt like for the longest time, our nephew looked more like me than my own children did. Because for the longest time, they definitely held their father's genes. And then yeah. as they've grown up, one is definitely taking more after his father. And then the other one, my oldest, is definitely looks like me and 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 Chris. You can definitely tell our family genes are there. Because if you take pictures of me at... at like, you know, 15, 16, 17, it's the same person. But yeah, it's very similar. It's it's so very weird. To- but I don't think I look like you guys, but apparently I carry the genes. So, like, I must be an exact 50-50 split right down the middle. You must be. Like, the more I... Okay, did I send you the TikTok about the girl that was like, uh, I did this 23andMe thing and I'm yeah. pissed. <laughs> Very disappointed I that there to- isn't some major secret. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, my dad is definitely my dad. My mom mm-hmm. is definitely my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't have any fucking half-brothers. What the fuck? <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. the more I hear about this kind of stuff, though, the more I'm like, okay, I definitely want to do this because I, I one, I want to see... Like I said, I have a theory, and I'll tell you off air, because this one, I, I don't want certain people to hear it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I want to see how, how closely we actually are related. So do you think I have a different parent? Yes. Obviously not mother. Different father? Yes. But how? Because, because Chris carries... Think about it. Does our birth father have brothers? Yes. Do I look like any of them? I don't know them well enough to know if I look like either one of them. Um, I because of the fact that there's a similarity in there, I it, it's hard to tell which. Oh my one. god! So now you guys have to do one. To That's see what I'm saying. If we are full blooded or for half. That's what but I'm then saying. that would mean Chris would have to do it too, because that would just mean that you and I had different parents. It wouldn't. It wouldn't solidify if you two had the same parents and I had a separate parent. We're yeah. We're gonna have to do this. We're gonna have. Oh to my do god. This. Oh my god. I would have never thought about that because, like I said, I'm not close to our biological father side of the family at all. And like I've heard some names, but I don't really know the relations. Like oh, you know, uncle, great uncle, brother, great uncle. You know what I mean? Like I just don't know. So if I'm not mistaken, there's five kids and he's got two brothers two sisters and where does he fall in that line older younger i don't i legitimately don't know anymore okay i do know that he is one of his sisters like is the oldest and one is the youngest Mm. so so he's in the middle somewhere he's yeah he's in the middle he's either the second third or fourth he's not the first or the fifth 
Correct. Okay. Correct. Yes. Interesting. I don't know yeah. I, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because so, I do have some relations on there that I can't. That link you to them, that side of the family? No. To our birth oh. mother's side of the family. Oh, okay. Okay. I only have one person on there that, um, so I have nobody directly related that's first cousin and up. The closest DNA that I share with anybody on my 23 and me, we only share 7%. And she's a, a cousin and it's definitely on our biological mother's side because I know this person's name. I've heard it before. Um, and I don't know that I've heard her name, but it's definitely a name that I've heard in the family. I'll say it. Chris, you can bleep this out. Her name is Michelle. What's the last name? View all your relatives. Um, so, like, I have no, like, super close relatives because it says you do not have any close relatives up to first cousins and DNA relatives. This person's name is Michelle. There are two people that I'm related to on here that have that spelling the same. And she's related on our – She's. we share a set of grandparents. So, like, can you – No fucking can, clue. Can, no. no, it's okay. just a white screen. So, like, me and then it shows my parent – and then it shows grandparents, and she's on this offshoot of grandparents. So, um, so maybe, but based off of like names um, that they've put in here, because um, it gives you like, because that name does not sound familiar to me at all. And then um, we share, yeah, seven point oh eight percent, and yeah. So they're the I wonder closest. if it's through our grandfather on our It would side. be one of our grandparents. So it would be either from grandma or from grandpa. So it's – but it says my parent. But because I don't know which parent that is because obviously my parents haven't done it, I have a feeling it's on – because they live on the West Coast and it seems like they've always been on the West Coast, I'm going to say it's our biological mom's side of the family um, because I do have some other relations that have other stuff on the East Coast, which I'm going to assume come from the birth father side of the family. But this person's family, like almost all of their connections are on the West Coast. It has to be on our biological grandpa or biological grandma's side on our mom side of the tree. Which would make sense. Yeah. But that's the closest relative I have on the 23andMe. Interesting. So, Chris, just make sure you block that part out because that does have a person's first and last name and where they live. So just take that part out. But, yeah, I would love to see what your guys' connection is and if it does pull, like, and how that works when you're a sibling, like, how you would know you were half-siblings or if it, like, does it say it or does it say that you share a set of parents or, like, you know what I mean? So you guys got to do it. And – yeah. You and I can find our maternal Halla group, so we can trace, like, where our maternal ancestry comes back. We can trace our maternal Halla group where we started back 150,000 years to one female in Africa. We, you and me, cannot link our paternal Halla group. That has to come from Chris or a biological Male dad. DNA. Yes. Like, we, Chris can pull a maternal Halla group no matter what he does. He can pull both maternal and paternal. We can only pull maternal. That's bullshit. Isn't that weird? That is dumb. Yeah. But I also like I also want to do that for some of the other things that you've come across. Not like the not even the, like the health stuff, but like mm -hmm. you're more likely to have these issues. Yeah. Like motion sickness. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or you're more likely to be attracted to carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Like. It also says yeah. if you're more determined to have a certain color hair, uh, freckles. Um, Which you do. Mm-hmm. I and do I not. have. I know. But I have like a, based on my 23andMe, it's like you have an 85% chance of having freckles. Um, there's a couple of them that it's like, nope, that's not me. Because I think one of them was like. I don't remember what it was, but I was like, I was pretty much 90% determined to have something. And I was like, nope, not me. That that just means that it's in my line. It's in my yeah. DNA, but I just don't present it, you can which means I couldn't kids. pass it to my children. So it's possible they will have that. I do not. There was a couple of them. And we can go over that sometime. But it's very interesting. I If you're going to do it, I do recommend doing the 23andMe Plus because that's the one that has the health and all the predispositions. And for anybody who doesn't know, I only did it really not for DNA because I, I 
as much as I joke about being somebody else's parent, I don't know an, or a kid. I don't know enough to say for certain. I did it mostly because since we're adopted um, and we're not super close with our biological family, we don't really know a lot of the health issues that come. Um, and whenever I go to the doctor, they ask questions and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I did it more or less for the the predisposition to certain yeah. things. And honestly, so far what they've tested, I'm predisposed to a higher chance of celiac disease, um, some sort of auditory hearing loss, macular Which, degeneration. By the way, makes total sense. Mm-hmm. We yeah. have uh, four, three cousins that have hearing issues. Mm-hmm. And those, the hearing issue that we're predisposed to is usually um, presented at birth within the first year to, year or two. It's not something that happens later on in life, which the one cousin that I know has hearing issues was born that way. Um, yeah. But again, because we were, you know, all born, all of us, with the exception mm-hmm. of one, were born in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't. Mm-hmm. They I, didn't. I don't want to say they didn't pay attention. or I don't they think they care. looked for it. They didn't know to look yeah, for it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, he wasn't really diagnosed until he was like four yeah yeah and so there's that then there's like macular degeneration i'm like more pre obviously more predisposed to like motion sickness um all that kind of stuff so they're like it's there's some things that are very very interesting and some things that it's like oh i don't have that that just means that i could potentially like i don't have celiac disease i'm not gluten intolerant i just had the sensitivity in my system i could i could eventually become gluten intolerant or celiac that's not something that's like you know you don't have it, you're never going to have it sort of thing. I just, apparently, our genetics mean that I have a higher chance of being, yeah, developing or have already had it. Yeah. Or have it and just haven't. Now, out of curiosity, what does it say as far as diabetes? Just normal likelihood, typical likelihood. Okay, okay. Uh, And you got to keep in mind they're doing it based off of however many people have done 23andMe, based off of, like, the genetic research that they've done. They do sit there and say that, like, they only test, like, certain things, not, like, everything. So, like, the BRCA gene, there's, like, two or three different types. I've only been tested against one or two. Typical likelihood to produce, but we don't have the BRCA gene, but we do have the typical likelihood for breast cancer. But the BRCA gene is what is a genetic like that you will if you have the BRCA gene you more than likely will have breast cancer yeah um or develop it at some point in your life we do not carry that i wanted to make sure that we tested for that because i do know that grandma had breast cancer i was from what i had been told by doctors it was not the BRCA gene because even back in the early 90s they knew enough about the BRCA gene that if grandma did have breast cancer and they suspected she had it they would have taken both breasts at the same time because if you have it in one, it will go to the other one, even if you take it. So they would have taken both. And they only gotcha. took one. So yeah. based off of what I was able to tell my doctors off of what I knew, they did not suspect that it was the BRCA gene. And I even told them, well, this was like in the early 90s. And she's like, no, no. They would have no- known enough then to know that they would have taken it at the well, same exact time. She had – she had a, a, at le- I don't know if she had the same – oncologist for the breast cancer and the liver cancer probably not i don't know i would imagine that whoever because she started with the breast cancer first so i'm assuming that that oncologist probably would have talked with the other oncologist just because you know two types of cancer uh, you know because like i know when mom got her second round of cancer it was not the same type of cancer but it was in the same area so her old oncologist worked with the new oncologist because he was familiar with her case and knew certain things. So I wonder if that's what would have happened with grandma. It, and it's possible. I, unfortunately when she had it, the first, the, the breast cancer, mm-hmm. I didn't know enough. Like I was, I was young enough to not pay as much of attention. Yeah. And when she got the liver cancer, uh, like I was. Yeah. Like I, I, I paid more attention. Well, you were in high school, I think, then, weren't you? Yes. Yes. Late, I was a middle sophomore, school, early, yeah. Sophomore, junior. Yeah. Um. So that's why I did it was more or less for the health stuff, just so that I could be aware of, you know, certain things. Pretty much based off of everything I've done, I'm healthy. Like, we're not. There's nothing. Yes, we're more higher likelihood of a certain things, but, like, nothing that is 
catastrophic, like it's exactly. macular degeneration. Like eventually, you know, I might lose a little bit of my eyesight or whatever. But I mean, at what point when you get to a certain age, do you not start losing that stuff anyways? Okay. But like Chris and I have worn glasses mm-hmm. from teenage years mm-hmm. on. When I went most recently to get my eyes checked, mm-hmm. I have a fucking droopy eyelid. <laughs> and he's like, you, you're, you, you might eventually need to get like an eye lift so that you can actually see out of that side. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This is yeah, bullshit. No. And I, that's the thing too, that also, this is one of the reasons why I think that I genuinely, like I said, I have no proof and I always joke about it, but like one, I have blue eyes. Nobody else in our family has blue eyes. I have perfect vision. Nobody else in our family both of our biological parents, I'm pretty sure, have glasses. You two mm-hmm. have glasses. Like, I don't know. Like, there's enough about me that is so different that from you two that really genuinely makes me believe that there is a possibility that I do not have the same father. And it's not, like, me trying to, like, question. Like, but, like I said, the blue eyes, um, the um, – the, well, the acne, I guess, Chris had. But you never did. You have perfect complexion. Um, had. Had keyword there key, <laughs> but you I'm, know, there's I'm a- like late to the party on everything. Like, yeah, I didn't, I like, I didn't get my teeth until I was almost two. I didn't mm-hmm. start losing them till I was nine. I mm-hmm. didn't finish losing them till I was eighteen. Mm-hmm. Like, everything about me is like. Late I think party. part of that honestly has to do with your height, though. I think you got a lot of that height from grandma's side of the family. So I think because they all had those issues, too. I think when you're smaller, your body just doesn't – you know what I mean? Like you're definitely on our mom's side of the family, and Chris definitely got a lot of our dad's side of the family. And then there's me that it's just like I can't pinpoint one or the other where it goes. So like I remember – I want to say it was last year, maybe a year, uh, two years ago. I sent a group – picture to our group chat and asked who I looked more like our biological mom mm-hmm. or our maternal grandmother. Mm-hmm. And your son pissed me off. Which one? The oldest. Uh, what did he say? He said, I look more like our mom. And I'm like, no, you do. No, I, I want to look more like our grandmother. No. Uh, <laughs> At least from L, the same time age. Aunt L is grandma's twin. Like it's fucking scary. There's two L's. The youngest. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. She's grandma's twin. Like, yeah. if 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 I had never seen pictures of grandma, I would have never suspected because grandma in her older years, like, didn't – obviously, she looked different. But, like, oh, my God, she – it's disturbing how much she looks just like her mother. Yeah. And then yeah. everybody else, I, I couldn't place it because I, I don't know our grandpa well enough to say – where his genes lay and where they don't. I'm going to say pretty much everybody took after grandpa except for the youngest. Which is, okay, so second youngest, uh, Aunt yeah. C. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Her kids look just like our grandfather. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then his kids look just like him. Well, one of his kids look just like him. The other looks like his wife. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, youngest cousin, youngest aunt Elle and her kid look just like grandma. But his, his, their kid uh, also it, looks just like Uncle B. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then, um, older aunt Elle, I don't, I couldn't tell you who she looks like. I think she looks more like grandma. But she has some tendencies toward grandpa. Because her and C look a lot alike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's our mother who I I couldn't tell you. I think she's she, a mix. Exactly. She's she's much like you in the sense that she took after both of yeah. her parents. But and I then, can see both of them in her. I cannot see either one of our biological parents in me. One way more than the other. I can see our yeah. biological mom and go, I can see some of grandpa and I can see some of grandma. I can't see either one of my biological parents. And then there's Aunt Sunday who definitely takes after her biological father. See, and I don't know what he looks like. So I don't either, but I know that she well, doesn't, he, look, she like doesn't look like grandma at all. Like exactly. at all and does not resemble any of her sisters. So well, and for anybody who exactly. doesn't know, she had a different father. 
Yeah. Um, so our back grandma to, had five back to kids. our initial thing. <laughs> um, pregnant teen pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, it was a thing in the what fifties. <laughs> uh, yeah. She Aunt Sunday was born in fifty three. Gosh, and, that's crazy. Yeah. And grandma was sixteen. That's crazy. Aunt Sunday was born, which it's so funny, too, because when they would go out together, people would ask if they were sisters. I wonder what Aunt Sunday looked like when she was younger. Oh, no. Because like, like I only knew her her as older childhood pictures. She looked like fucking Shirley Temple. Oh, you know what? I think I've seen one of those pictures. Yeah. She looked like Shirley Temple. And it was so like, seriously, I adore those pictures because. I don't wonder what she would have been like if she ever got married and had a family, if she would have been nicer. But she was cranky in her last couple of years. Or at least with me, she was. Maybe just everybody in the family hated me. I don't know. No, see, and I I think it it had to do with the relationship because the last few years, especially the last year after Grandma passed, like the 10 months that I had without Grandma, Mm -hmm. but with Mm -hmm. Aunt Sunday, like we were getting even closer. So she was always, I was always afraid of her. I I don't think you were alone. I don't think you were alone in that. She just wasn't a very, very warm person. And I don't, I can see how she got that from grandma because grandma wasn't a very warm person either. Um, But I always wondered what her life would have been like had she gotten married and had kids, if she would have been a happier, outwardly happier person. So I'd like to like remind people like your vision of who someone is is totally through your eyes because like oh yeah what what Jenny sees or saw of our aunt Sunday is totally different from mine. Well yeah but you lived with her so you saw her day in and day out. I only saw her every once in a while and I I genuinely do believe that I was always the black sheep. It did not matter. I absolutely. I I was the black sheep. I did not come around often. And when I did, I was always kind of like the thorn in everybody's side. I think I reminded them of the life that everybody wanted to pretend like didn't exist. And they wanted to shove it under the rug. And I was just a very stark reminder of that. So I don't think one damn person really wanted to really try to put the effort into have that relationship because it was just easier to push me away. And because I didn't come around very often, it was super easy to do. Yep. yep. So, I mean, and I, and to each their own, like your relationship with them is entirely different because you lived with them. So I, I don't and it negate. Also, like it also doesn't help that like when, when someone passes away, like you romanticize. Who Absolutely. They were. Oh, God, like, yeah. you, you have these like rose tinted glasses for who they were. My mom, love her to death. Wonderful woman. Put her on a pedestal, but I'll be the first one to tell you she was a fucking Karen. She was a Karen of all Karens, and she would still be a Karen, and you would be seeing videos of her all over the internet if she was still living and not sick because she couldn't leave the house when she was sick. Um, she, Yeah. Yeah. We'd be embarrassed. She would be internet famous um, and not in a good way. And I love her. She just was very, very – like she didn't talk much, but when she did, she had opinions and she didn't give a shit. She was getting that old senile towards the end where she just gave, didn't give a fuck anymore because she knew she didn't have much time left and she was going to live her life how she wanted. She didn't fucking care who she pissed off. Yeah. So. so I mean, teach that. their own. But here we are, and now we're into talking about children, and we've completely veered off about what high school and raising our children were like. That's okay. Like, this is that's, why we have a podcast. Yeah, because <laughs> we have tangents. Yes. Look, squirrel. Yeah. Something shiny. Lots of squirrels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What was it the other day where we weren't talking about squirrels? We were like, was it you that I was talking about where I was like, it's not going to be a squirrel anymore. It's going to be – might have been one of my good friends who I was like – it's not a squirrel anymore. It's like, I don't remember what the animal was, but. It definitely wasn't me. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else to add to this topic? No, no. I think we've gone what on long enough. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think we've gone on long enough on that. Um, oh but I do have to let you guys know when this episode releases, hopefully we'll have half, if not more than half, of our episodes also on YouTube. Yes. Yes, I'm working on that. Yes, yes. And yeah. as a reminder, guys, because I did have a girlfriend um, comment to me today that um, 
she didn't have Spotify. So she's like, I can't listen. Because when we first released, it was originally only on Spotify. We are on all platforms that yes. you can find podcasts now. So I understand, um, you know, when we first came out, Spotify was where we where we went. But now all of our episodes are available on all streaming platforms. Yes. And some of the some platforms that we don't I don't even know about. Like mm -hmm. I Googled us the other day and like <laughs> some weird platforms came up and we're yeah. on there. So yeah. um so yeah, if there's any So you can listen to us on any of your platforms of your choosing. Yeah. yeah. So and including when you YouTube. Do, send us uh um feedback. Send us yeah. um yeah, yeah. like, subscribe. Uh, review. Review. Thank you. That's mm -hmm. the word. <laughs> Tell us what um, we can do then, better. Yeah, and then shoot us uh, an email, Podcast at gmail.com. That's G-I-N-N-Y-A-N-D-A-M-Y podcast at gmail.com. Um, and then, Jenny, can you also pull up the phone number? Because I cannot pull that up while I've got my... I don't know if I know how to. Uh, <laughs> pull up... Do you have the Google Voice app? No. Oh. Do I? I don't know. Do I? Oh. I don't know. Well, in well, the meantime, while I'm trying to look for that, guys, you can also find us on Instagram at Bitching Siblings Podcast. Um, you can uh, send us messages on there, too. And it does not look like I have the Google Voice. I thought I did. Maybe I, I found it. Nope. That number is 785-538-9128. So. <laughs> All right. Everybody, I hope you have a great freaking week. Yes. You know, you know. And I hope you have your shit together more than we do. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is obvious proof that we do not. So, you know. All right. Bye, that. guys. All right. Bye. Have a great night.